Yeah, y'all. Vibe Stream Beats Podcast. Broadcasting live from somewhere beautiful in the world. It's your host with the most DJ Journey. Best podcast. You heard it here first. Season one, gamify your life. You've just been gamified. What's going on, world? It's your man DJ Journey, and you're listening to Vibe Stream Beast Podcast on Audible and everywhere else where you get your podcast. I have a really, really special guest. We go way back and not too far back, but we go way back in brotherhood. Um, he's amazing producer. He's an amazing DJ and he's an amazing person, man. Uh, someone to model yourself around because the foundation of people should be rooted in something that's a little bit deeper than talent. So we'll talk about it. This game of fire your life. DJ journey welcomes my man virtue. What's Thank going you, on, man? How are you? Thank you, Jerry. Uh, I appreciate you having me on the show, man. Uh, I'm well. Uh, it's a blessing to be here. As Journey had mentioned, you know, we go way back in brotherhood. I've been uh, blessed to rock with this fella on many different occasions for uh, especially just, you know, vibing musically, but just deeper than that, just to vibe as, as humans and people. And just, you know, that's more important. You know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, where our hearts lie what why we're doing what we're doing you know more than what it is that we're doing so uh really appreciate you for having me on indeed indeed man i uh i seldomly think about those conversations in between us you know djing and spinning which is on some deep stuff it was always sharing information you know i heard the music and you always had a vibe but it was sharing other information and then that's when i found out i'm like yeah this brother is deeper than the eye man which is which is refreshing, you know, in the game that we're playing. So, yeah. Speaking yeah. of gamification, man, um, this this segment is all about gamification. Is about the eight core values of gamification. So let's kick it off. The first uh, value is meaning. Could you go into uh, your epic meaning behind what you do as a musician? Um, so the meaning uh, of what I do, like every, in everything that I do, it really comes down to this message and the message of, you know, that we are all one, um, humanity, not just humanity, nature, the universe, everything is just one being in a lot of the problems that, you know, I feel like we're seeing in the world right now all come from this idea of separation. And we want to separate everything in these little tiny boxes. You're black, you're white, you're tall, you're short, you're fat, you're skinny, you're beautiful, you're not, you're whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're all one being. And, you know, truthfully, it's like, I'm not even talking to Journey right now. Journey's not talking to Virtue Moshe right now. It's just, we are God talking to God, you know? <laughs> like, and, and that's really the understanding of that I want to portray through my being and through my music wow beautifully put beautifully put so when you decided to have this this epic meaning what were you looking to accomplish i i feel like 
I've, I've grown and, and this journey has been very expansive for me in the sense that, you know, as I started out and, you know, different events in my life allowed for this growth to happen and for this expansion of consciousness. But, uh, you know, I think we all sort of are born into a world that's self-centered and we're taught self-centered values and through that growth uh i started to let go truthfully like versus having my own expectations or set out to accomplish this or to accomplish that you know i had things that i wanted to do but when i got to the core of why i wanted to do them it all came back to some sort of ego driven pursuit and it was once i started to let go of that and let go of the outcome and to allow myself to be guided by uh, something greater than myself was when I was able to really uh, find fulfillment and find my true purpose and path. Um, I try not to dwell on the details or the specifics of the outcome um, when it comes to goals as much as it is like I stay focused on that meta goal of like, all right, am I bringing people together? Are, is there more love being fostered, is more peace being fostered? Mm -hmm. And however that manifests is however it manifests. I don't have to be the center of attention. I don't have to be the uh, the one getting the credit for it. You know, it as long as the goal is, is achieved, that's what is truly important. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So number three is creativity. Um, there's many ways to look at creativity um in your terms discuss creativity as a tool hmm. um creativity is, is beautiful i feel like that is the core of humanity's existence i believe that is what we are here to do is to create you know um whatever your your beliefs may be or um you know whatever spiritual foundation you may have uh, I believe that, you know, we were created by a creator in the image of that creator and that creator's a creator. And that's what we're meant to do. <laughs> like, so we, we are meant to create. And uh, so to use it as a tool, um, I feel like is, is to truly find oneself um, in creation. Um, in creation, I feel like that's where we're the closest to what we truly are. And, it, and it's not these bodies, it's not this self-concept of what we think we are you know this limited version of this ego-based self but definitely something much greater yeah yeah well number four takes us right into it and, it, and it's 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 a great segue how are you taking ownership of this creativity of yours um that's Good question. That's been uh, something that I've, I've been dwelling on a lot recently, but um, ownership, you know, can come in the form of different ways. I feel like when people think of ownership, they think of like tangible financial ownership or uh, material ownership. Mm -hmm. um, but sort of how I've reframed my thinking about ownership is like having this deep rooted knowledge and confidence and faith in what I'm doing and what I am. And, you know, despite what everyone else is doing, despite what the expectations are of you, 
um, you can always retain that core of who you are and own that core, you know? Um, like you said, when earlier, just on what we, you know, what I feel like we really connect on is like, in, especially in the music industry, man, it's like the music industry is, I mean, the entertainment industry in general is a very toxic place, you know? Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of ego driven pursuits and uh, a lot of things that are actually truly important um to our well-being just kind of get discarded in in this space and that was very discouraging and disheartening for me when i first entered this space um you know just getting out of college still being fresh to like the real world you know your, your first experience in the real world and it's like hey i love this thing so much but then you get into this space where everything that you love about it is absolutely tarnished yeah. um that was something that was tough for me at first to have to um come to terms with and that led to you know me going on the path that I went on and you know wanting to be an independent artist wanting to do things my own way um so in that way we talk about just like ownership just like okay I'm gonna own my own path like there, there is no set path like I'm gonna own my path and own doing it my way and oftentimes you're gonna meet resistance with that people aren't going to see the way you see because everyone else is doing it this way but it's always in retrospect where people were like, ah, <laughs> that person was, was doing it, you know, and like, that's what should have been done. You know, it's like, yeah. so, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what ownership has become for me. It's just no matter what happens around you, like believing in, in, in the journey, believing in the path that you're on. Indeed. Indeed, man. Well put, man. I got goosebumps, man. Just, just, just listening to you say that because it's um, it's not common to take your own path. And so many institutions are set up for, you know, people to go through when to to abide by the rules and it end up changing their sole purpose going in. You know, I've seen that for a lot of artists. So very, very much well put. Number five is social influence. Uh, is this something that you think about in your processes? Yes, but also not. Yeah, it can't. It can't be the core of my process. I feel like when it becomes about, will the will people like this? Will people, you know, relate to this? I feel like you start to lose the true essence of what you're meant to deliver. Um, while like, what I would say, you know, in terms of like my career, my goals, and the things that I I want to accomplish what I care more about than, than money or fame or anything is like social influence. Like if, if this idea or this thing resonates with you and it changes your life fundamentally and how you interact with others in the world, then that to me is success versus I have so many followers on Instagram. I have this big of a deal for whatever. Like, um, so but I, I feel like that can't influence the process. I feel like you have a message to deliver and that message needs to be delivered in the most authentic way possible without the pressures or the, and this is all, you know, we all put this on ourselves of like what external expectations are. Um, yeah. yeah. I was literally watching like an interview yesterday. I don't know why. It's just like, you know, it's funny that you asked me this question because it was like David Bowie talking about 
you know, don't ever play to the crowd or the gallery. Like, you like, don't ever yeah. do anything for anyone else, truthfully. Like, and that's, that's really what it comes down to as an artist, you know, if you love it, there's a reason you love it. And there's a reason it resonates with you. And there's yeah. a fate that comes with that, that like, if it's resonating with you, it's going to resonate with others, but you can't do it for the sole purpose of thinking I'm doing this. So this can please this group of people or this person or this type of people. Um, I feel like that's where you get, you know, lost in the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can definitely relate to that. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it makes me think about, you know, Kanye West, you know, he had to get to a point where he know he was connected to the, the source, you know, everyone has a mother, so it's okay to talk about my mother. Everyone has a God, so it's okay to talk about my God, because Absolutely. I know that when I talk about it, people recognize theirs in their life. So from that Absolutely. perspective, it, it, it is definitely alive and well that you can do things that please you when you know you are connected to a larger source. Absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant. So number six is scarcity. Mm. Is that something that you think about when you sit down and you dig into your creative process? Like, man, I want to create something that's really, really rare in the world. Um, is that innate? I actually, at, a, at the core of my being, don't even believe in the principle of scarcity. I think scarcity is something mm. created. I think the most natural thing in the universe is abundance. And um i mean capitalism is driven off of this idea of scarcity we make things scarce we make resources yeah. natural resources that people need to live scarce so that they're valuable like what how backwards is that thinking it's like a trick of the mind right it's like hold on, i just came from the ocean water is not yeah. scarce today. it's not scarce you feel me so it's like um no scarcity is not something i think about and it's uh you know, all I think about is, is abundance and how to expand abundance outwards in every way. And, you know, even when it comes to like music and, you know, we're living in this digital age where, you know, people are talking about things like NFTs and stuff. And, you know, you want to create things that are rare and scarce. It's like, you know, I, I'm always forward thinking. I love technology and I love what it can do. But at the end of the day, it's a tool. And it's like, the tools are only as effective as those who are using them. So, you know, right now I see a lot of these really, truly like blockchain specifically being like a life altering tool that's being used in primitive ways. <laughs> we're doing this, this thing that can absolutely change the way we live, yet we're still like playing this age old game of, you know, yeah. capitalistic tendencies to you know, with this thing that can absolutely create abundance everywhere, or at least, you know, have a system in which where we can arbitrate abundance without any central power controlling that. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I hope I answered the question. I feel like no, I no, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> there's so many perspectives on scarcity and I'm, I'm refreshed and glad that you answered in that way because me personally, I think of every moment as 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 this moment of of man, it's only one moment and then you're right. on to the next. So if you take a picture of that moment and you put that in a frame, you can't reproduce that. Mm -hmm. I think the world is just set up to be, you know, in this this frame of like, wow, you'll never get that. That's one of a kind. So 
Right. You know, this that that's a certain personal way of looking at scarcity. But number right, right, seven right. is unpredictability. Is mm-hmm. that something that you program or is yeah. that something that, you know, just happens, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in uh, your life? <laughs> I think, I mean, it's both because naturally life is unpre- unpredictable inherently. So Absolutely. there's that. And I feel like, you know, kind of going back on what I was saying earlier with just being able to let go and just release and truthfully just trust the journey you're on and go with the flow. Things aren't going to go exactly as planned. So um, with uncertainty, that is something that I embrace. And, and I think not only do I embrace it, I perpetuate it through who I am and especially artistically. You know, I don't like being bound by genre or like these ideas of like genre or style. Um, you know, I, you shouldn't have, I feel like if there's one thing to take away from like Virtual Moshe as an artist, it's like, don't expect me to like drop one, be as one type of artist. Like you, you won't be able yeah. to be like, he's a hip hop artist. He's a electronic artist. This is like, there's all these different influences, world of influences that make its way into my music. I feel like from a, from a young age, people were trying to put me in a, in various boxes. And that was something that immediately I, uh, you know, rejected. And I would almost just do things just to mess with people's perception. Just to be like, Oh, that black right. guy wants to play soccer and listen to metal. Like, what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's, that's what I like. So don't just come here with these assumptions of like what you think I like or what, you know, I what I'm trying to do. So that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And I think as as a creator, life gets fun when you do that. Right. You know, <laughs> you have this mundane world. You go out traffic. Of course, you're in L.A. Yeah. You know, you have these things that happen, you know, accident, whatever else. But we had this programmable system within us as creators to throw mm-hmm. some glitter on some things, you know, to make mm-hmm. things dark, to turn up the light and everything like that. And that for 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 fan, you know, and it's just like hearing you DJ. I'm like, I don't know what this this kid's about to play, but I hear something. It's relatable. It's groovy. And it's like, yo, where'd you get that remix? Like, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. And, you know, you just give me this smile like, yo, I just I just I just whipped that up like last week. This is my first (laughs) audition in it. (laughs) And I'm like, unpredictable, you know, in a in a in a wholesome, great way. So I I, uh, number eight, which is the last one. um, And I, I think number eight really reflects it's the mirror of the true meaning behind why you do what you do and that's avoidance what were you looking to avoid when you found your sole purpose hmm. that's a good question i have to like ponder that yeah. um i think something that i wanted to avoid was feeling jaded by this thing that I love so much because there was a period of time in which I felt like music for me had become a task, a job, something to complete. It had an objective. And if I wasn't meeting that objective, then I was failing versus the joy and the, the pure happiness of exploration that I 
had when I first fell in love with music, where it's like, I'm just doing this to do this. I'm just doing this to to share, to to embrace this art. Like, I remember just like in high school being in my, my band and just like writing songs and like just being so stoked to like show them off to where it's like, I was like, at what point did I convince myself that I was so worried about what other people think? You know, it's like, I think, you know, when we first start creating, you have this kind of, uh, I didn't say like an audacity. It's like, yo, why? Like, you don't even realize, like, maybe you don't have as much talent or you don't have as much refinement in your skill, but you don't care. It's just yeah. like, I'm just doing this. I'm just putting it out. I'm like, and I think at some point, you know, because of, you know, how things are structured in this world, you start caring so much about uh, how it's going to be received or if it's good enough and comparing yourself to this, this or that. And it's just like, you just got to be you and do do you. So um, I definitely wanted to avoid feeling that pressure or feeling um, that this had to be a means to an end um, and just purely get back to the fun and the joy of it all yeah yeah it's a slippery slope man um when dealing with with industry talent creativity and so on to to um to lose yourself Mm -hmm. and and that of what's outside of you and you know every the game is tailored you know it's really really tailored um so and I want to commend you for, you know, keeping that soul because that goes a long way, man. That's that's where the timeless comes from. And you, right. you hear about like timeless music and everything like that because it's connected to a real source that deals with everything that people go through. Now, you think about Marvin Gaye, what's going on? It's like mm-hmm. he was talking about, you know, a war that was going on in the world and people coming back, you know, not themselves as the way that they entered. And everyone can relate to that, that had, you know, a person that was in the military and so on and so forth. And that's still going on today. So, right. you know, that's what you get with deciding to keep yourself, you know, mm-hmm. as you love something that the world kind of puppetize, you know, mm-hmm. it's even a word. But, yo, okay. that was the last question, man. So <laughs> I want to thank you for being on the show, Five Stream Beats podcast. Um you just been gamified, man. These core principles are in every video game, whether you Absolutely. know it or not. So uh, it come from a, uh, a gamification book. And I thought that, man, everybody's playing this game of life, you know, mm-hmm. on certain levels. And this definitely relates to every person. And this is by far one of the, the, the most um, refreshing interviews that I've done because I know you. And I know you're a little bit more and better. I'm like, man, I can hear it in the music, the honesty, the the groundedness and everything like that. It's not rushing. You know, you mm-hmm. think about what you're saying musically and also mm-hmm. as a person. So it's definitely a reflection, man. So thank you thank so you. much. Tell the people where they can find you, uh, social media, website or any any place you want them to reach out to you for more information. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, so all socials are at Virtue Moshe. Um, Moshe spelled M-O-S-H-E and Virtue V-I-R-T-U um, and uh, yeah I'm going to have VirtueMoshe.com I have to chop it up with you to get the website stuff going but uh, 
um yeah that'll, that'll be coming soon and uh yeah stay tuned We've got some some music coming out very very soon got some tracks with some very talented people as well as just launching my debut solo music which i'm so excited for so absolutely yeah. all right vibe stream beats podcast we're out peace out peace Thanks for listening to Vibe Stream Beats Podcast. If you want to learn more about us, go to solo.to forward slash Vibe Stream Beats or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Thanks for listening. Good health, wealth, wisdom, and knowledge itself to you all. We'll see you next time. Peace.